All right. I have no clue. We'll just roll with it. All right. We're live. All right. Hello start. once again, brother. <laughs> Dude, I, I, if people message me saying that there's an echo, oh, wait, hold on. I forgot to, I forgot to press record on this thing. So, uh, recording. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta learn how to how to. Dude, it'll, you know, it'll yeah. take a couple of one, and then and then it'll come together. Yeah, exactly. So once again, I must play the intro song that was created by my friend Johnny Serna, because uh, he worked hard on it. He hit me this morning. Damn, that was that. That's a good intro song, dude. I yeah. like that. Um, Johnny's been into music for as long as I've known him, man, since we were, I don't know. I met him when I was, I guess, about 15, 16. We were in high school. Nice. We started partying together, and um, he was always into playing the guitar and all that, but not like me. I have no musical ability. Same here. But, I but, definitely <clears throat> tried. <laughs> what did you try to play? Uh, guitar, piano. I think those two yeah. yeah dude i i definitely want to get into piano it's been th this project has occupied all of virtually all of my free time uh for the last two months or so and so uh, let me just check this real quick i think somebody's giving me a little bit of feedback on the on the live stream so let me just look at this real quick all right. uh <clears throat> yeah it should all be right. good yeah no we're good we're good yeah I think we're good. If we're not good, it is what it is, man. I'm going to record this thing anyway. Uh, everything is being recorded to the memory cards. So yeah. worst case scenario is people can't watch it live, it yeah. but I can upload it later. So we're just going to run with it, dude. Um, I don't see why not because I just went outside and it sounded perfect. Yeah. Well, so, I mean, that's, good. that's a good thing. Um, so, but, but here, here's one thing that got me thinking recently, man. I've always said that I don't have any musical ability, but I've never really tried. And so I was thinking about it. I've always wanted to play piano. Like mm -hmm. I, I, you said you want to play piano too. That's cool. Uh, and I was thinking about it and I said, well, I can type really fast. I can type 60 words a minute. Is that really fast? That's considered fast, that's right? That's decent. De what's, what's really fast? Uh, 70 higher. But how, how big are the words? It doesn't really matter <laughs> if you know how to freaking <laughs> type. So, well, anyway. Now I mean, try, I, to type, mm -hmm. not, try to type code at... 60 words per minute. It's much Ugh, harder. We're going to start talking about code? No. Go ahead. Talk about no, code. No, 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 no. That's <laughs> it. It's just a lot of symbols and everything. That's your stuff. So it's just... um, we'll, we'll, we'll talk a little bit about code right now. I'll pick your brain a little bit about that because that's your that's your area. But um, what was I saying? Uh, oh, piano. So so I was thinking like if I could if I could type at a pretty good speed, I should be able to learn how to push keys on a piano at a pretty good speed. Now there are 88 keys on a piano, which is something I learned recently because I started looking into it. Yeah. And that's kind of a lot. So <laughs> the thing, the hard thing about piano as at least for me, um, was reading. I have a, as you know, I have a one track mind. I cannot do two things at the same time at all for the life of me. Okay. So for me, the hardest part was reading the notes and playing at the same time. So I can play actually pretty decent from memory, 
uh-huh. I, just as fast, fear release, all those classical ones. I can actually play it from memory on um, piano. But reading the music sheet and at the same time playing it, that was the hardest part for me, personally. But I know I'm not the majority on that. Um, and another thing is I'm just impatient, as you know. <laughs> so I never had the patience to go all the way on it. Um, I know that you are impatient. <laughs> and um, that's, But that's because there's always so many ideas bouncing around in your head. Yep. Like you're one of those people who's always doing a million and a half things. And I think that's actually pretty cool. Um, <clears throat> so you're, you're like me in that, in, in, in that sense where, wherein um, we, when we discover something or we have an idea, we fixate on it for a while mm-hmm. and that's all we can think of. And like, oh, yeah. we, like, just, we, like we sleep thinking mm-hmm. about it, we wake up thinking about it. It's we all we want to do. YouTube videos like at night, Everything. falling asleep to it. Yeah. Everything. And then we get another idea and we sort of drift away for a bit, but it stays kind of in the backlog for later. So there's mm-hmm. never ending projects. Oh yeah. And that's kind of a good thing because you always have stuff to work on, but I think a little bit of follow through is important if you're trying to actually oh, yeah. achieve something. So, cause if you just leave everything undone at 50, 60%, whatever it is, then you move mm-hmm. on to the next project. You yeah. never actually accomplish anything. So for me personally, the issue, um, is it's not that I, I find stuff uh, and takes my focus away from the original thing that I was working on. It's that I tackle the challenging and the hard stuff first. And I've noticed this about myself. I tackle the challenging things, the fun things, yep. the puzzles yep. of the project. And once those are done, the rest is busy work. It's mindless monkey work. And that's the part that just I lose interest in there. That bores so, you. So exactly, bores so me. So you need to hire, like, you need okay, to hire need some to. minions. Exactly. Um, <laughs> and then to... at that point, I'm all like, oh, what about this idea? Let's go towards that. That has some challenges. That has some puzzles. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, well, that that's that brings me to one thing I, I've, I've mentioned to several people when I told them, uh, you know, that a friend of mine is going to be on the show and I wanted to tell them a little bit about you. You always have a million ideas and you're always creating stuff. Mm-hmm. Like how many apps have you come up with? Jeez. Websites and apps altogether, at least a hundred. Nah. But 95. 95. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So one thing you told me when um, earlier this year, we were talking about the stock market, there were some stocks that were doing crazy things and we were talking about Shopify and you had written or created a website or something very similar to it. Basically it. Like what, well, like eight years it. ago? Uh, more like 10. 10 years ago. 10 years ago. Tell me a little uh, bit about My that. buddy and I, we had an idea. We had this idea of, uh, because at the time I was building a, <laughs> out of all things, skincare store. Yeah, you remember? I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, You're online. all over the place. Exactly. Um, and it was quite challenging, even though I was, I'm pretty computer uh, savvy. If I say may say so myself, yeah. <laughs> you are. Um, it was quite challenging to put all the components in place, put everything, all the marketing, all the technical side, the connecting your merchant account, all of those things. So my buddy and I we were like, okay, why don't we simplify everything uh, and put it all in a turnkey uh, service that people can come and sign up for, and they can they don't need any technical knowledge to design their apps. They can just plug and play, drag and drop, 
stuff into it, uh, just type. Um, so no coding required, no uh, HTML, CSS knowledge, none of those things. Um, and we started working on it. We invested some money into it, and we hired some people to code it with us uh, to help us out. And to be honest, I don't know why we didn't follow through with it. It just died. Because you probably project, got distracted with something else. Probably. I don't remember. It was 10 years ago. I hardly yeah. remember what I had for lunch today. Yeah. Except well. I do. It was Persian food. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. But it essentially just died. Um, fast forward a few years from then, uh, Shopify came out. And, and they're well, worth, at the time, they're worth was, how much now? Jeez, I don't know. If you, you tell me, you billion? <laughs> a lot. Well, all I know is that if you would have actually continued with that project, you'd probably already have uh, your your life goal in hand. Your, uh, you you want to can I say what your life goal yeah. is? I think it's pretty cool. <laughs> Why not? It's pretty cool. <laughs> all it's right. too much. Well, you you want to acquire a certain property? We'll just leave it at yes. that. We'll leave it at that. I think um, I think that's a good goal, I'm man. Sure, because but that's nothing is guaranteed. It could have crashed and burned. Uh, it could have we could have managed it horribly, uh, and it would have. Because at the same time as Shopify went up, uh, big commerce and a bunch of other uh, solutions went up at the same time too. So, and majority of them, sure, they made some money, but Shopify, I do believe Shopify is most uh, used right now. It's the most popular. Yeah. Uh, SaaS company out there for for shopping carts. Interesting. Um, so yeah. So, so tell me. So you you were talking about coding earlier. Uh, was that on this recording or the previous I one that no we screwed idea. up? <laughs> it might have been on the one I that think, we screwed up earlier. I think it was on this one. It was on this yeah, one? Okay, yeah. well, that's good. People were like, well, what are they talking about? Anyway, you'd mentioned coding. And I don't want to get into that too much because it'll make my brain hurt. But um, you've always been super computer savvy. And so when we, when you came in here right now. Super is pushing it, but okay. Uh, pr- pretty computer savvy, <laughs> dude. You can You can do some stuff with a computer, okay, that most people can't do. So when you came in here right now, you told me I need a new computer because mine is about eight years old. Yeah. <laughs> um, go Apple. They last forever. Still works great. But, but uh, okay, I do need a new one. Um, <clears throat> and actually, I bought this one, I think, sophomore year of college. So back in like 2012. Uh, and it's, it's served me well. But you were saying that if I want to do podcasting and or gaming, it's probably better to get a PC rather than a Mac. It's not probably better. It For sure better. better. Yeah. Why? Why? Um, so historically, Apple has not invested into gaming at all. They're trying to now, but it's almost too late. If anybody can pull it <coughs> off, it's Apple, uh, to be honest. Um, but they just haven't historically. And they had a feud with NVIDIA, uh, which is a graphics card yeah. manufacturer. Yeah, I bought their stock. Yeah, <laughs> good job. Good, yeah. good, good choice. Um, they had a feud with them. I don't know the details of it. Uh, it kind of bored me, but they had a feud. And because of that, um, none of their MacBooks, Macs, none of the computers have NVIDIA graphics cards. Now, by itself, it shouldn't be matter because AMD actually makes decent, not as good as NVIDIA, but decent graphics cards. Um, and graphics cards is one thing you really need in majority of gaming. Okay. Um, and but the choice that they put into it, the, the choice of NVIDIA or AMD graphics cards that they put into their computers are not really designed for gaming. On top so, of that, so like you won't have the same quality of, of, of graphics on the screen, it, it won't 
the characters won't move as well. Exactly. Or... Frame rates. Okay, um, okay. It won't render as fast as it should. Okay. But you can fix that really by putting a big ass GPU on an external computer on the newer MacBooks or Macs in general. A GPU? Yeah. GPU is graphics. Oh, graphic okay, okay, processor. Okay. You, know? okay. you can put an external one, a beefy one, and they will mitigate it. They will try to support the game as much as it can. However, most games out there just don't support Mac OS. Um, just because Apple hasn't really put into it, put that much uh, time into it, um, and it's not that efficient at it. So because of that, majority of the games just simply just use DirectX, which is the Microsoft Windows version. They use the engine DirectX or all the engines that are created for Windows. Because of that, it's just hard for Apple to get into it because not a lot of people... Gotcha. Apples are pretty popular. Apple computers are pretty popular right now. Yeah. But it still doesn't outnumber by long shot Windows PCs. Mm. So I think Microsoft, last time I checked a few years ago, Windows or Microsoft has a market share of close to 80% um, of the computers out there. Oh, wow. Now, majority of those are um, like companies, enterprise, but still. So you're okay. So we're, we're talking about some specific requirements that we're looking to get out of a computer. And so you think that PC is the way to go when it comes to better graphics, graphic design, gaming, things like that. I wouldn't if, say graphic design. No gaming. If gaming. you want to do okay, any just gaming, gaming okay. at all, you See, want to, to go me, to me, I lump PC. it all together. Cause I don't yeah. know the difference. <laughs> graphic design. It's like, it's like what people are like, Oh, well, you know, it's all, all, you know, these are all, all these guns look the same. And you're like, no, 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 that's a revolver. <laughs> like what, what are you talking no. about? <laughs> Essentially, if you want to do gaming, you want to, you can game on a wind or Mac, but it's harder. It's a lot more intense, you know, yeah, yeah, it yeah. requires a lot. I got you. I got you. Um, at the end For, of the day, if you don't want to, if you want to do any gaming, you want to go PC. Well, they're all PCs actually. I don't know why people call it <laughs> Mac versus PC. Well, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. something that Apple, um, I think, coined way back when. PC just means personal computer, right? So it really doesn't make any difference if it's this Mac isn't, or this isn't personal. It's just Windows or Mac. It belongs to Steve Jobs, even exactly. after he's dead. It still exactly. belongs to him. Exactly. <laughs> so, well, for the. If, if you're not trying to get into that, though, like if you just want a computer that's reliable, it's going to last a long time and work really well and maintain its speed and you don't have to worry about viruses and things like that. Isn't isn't Mac better? Like I, I always had PCs up until mm -hmm. I bought this thing. And on average, the average li lifetime for one of them was about two and a half years. Two and a half years, then I'd have to start doing all kinds of like restoring factory settings. You got to keep uploading the newest antivirus because they just they I mean, they get crap on them left. That used right. to be the case okay. before Windows. They 10. fix that now. Before Windows Ooh, 10, that we used to be the go case. back to Windows. <laughs> um, I wouldn't. I mean, I personally have a Mac MacBook myself. Okay. Well, I have all of it. I have MacBook and a PC. Yeah. Well, I use um, a, I use a I use the the ThinkPad uh, for, yeah. for my job. We yeah. have a ThinkPad, and those are pretty. Those cool. are pretty damn good, actually. Yeah, they're good. Yeah. Um, let's put it this way: no manufacturer out there, not yet, anyways. I haven't seen a single. Well, actually, maybe Razer. Uh, there's a few manufacturers that make it as sexy as MacBook. Let's just. Call it what it is. MacBook is a fashion statement. You go to a coffee shop. Well, not anymore because of COVID. But you go to a coffee shop, you bring it up. You want everybody to see that Apple logo in the back. Sure, sure. Um, but as, aside from that, used to really. Um, I personally cannot stand Mac. Logos. I know. <laughs> no, I have one. I have a MacBook because <laughs> well, I like I, it. No, 
Yeah, ex- exactly. Um, so what does it do that, that hinders what you're trying it's to just accomplish? So limited. It's just so limited. Okay. Um, now, in some ways it's limited, in some ways it's not. And I guess one of the reasons why I'm so biased towards Windows is because I've always used it. Um, so I'm, I can, Windows and Linux, I can go all around it. I can, you know, do whatever I want with ease, with a few short strokes. Mac, on the other hand, everything I have to do, there's something that, like, I stop and say, seriously? So there's some settings that you, I wanted to change on there. And it's either not possible to change the setting because Apple... They just said, you know, F you, you don't, you don't get to change this setting. Right, right. <laughs> You're just it. That's yeah. it. Yeah, Steve Jobs doesn't, yeah. doesn't want you changing his... his he, uh... he essentially said, no, we don't want you to change this yeah, setting. Yeah. Or you have to actually go to config files and manually change it inside the config files in text. You don't have that issue. I mean, there's some fake things you have to talking. do it, like when you see so you get into this stuff and it sounds to me i can't tell the difference between when you're talking about computers and when you're speaking in persian <laughs> hey, hey it was your choice me. you brought it up <laughs> i was perfectly okay not talking about yeah. this at all you brought it up though. no no i like it i like it I, well because we we got we started talking about it before before the first podcast attempt uh <laughs> As soon as you came in, you saw the studio and you're like, oh, are you using a Mac for the podcast? Why don't you get a PC? And I thought, okay, well. Oh, I did not say that. So put words in my mouth. Something along those lines. I said, you need a new computer. Uh huh. And now, if you're going to only use it for podcasts and creation and stuff like that, like light stuff, well, not even light stuff, video. You were gently encouraging me to make the decision. To only if you, because you <laughs> told me that you wanted to do some gaming. Yes, I want to play Counter-Strike. If you want to do, do gaming, Counter-Strike. you want a PC. Okay. If you don't, you're perfectly okay using a Mac, especially since you're used to it and you're perfectly okay with it. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's one thing that... So how, how come when I'm on a Mac... If I have a file open, like um, an image, a picture, I open it, and then I want to go to ch- to rename it, I can do that, and I can move it to other folders. On a PC, now again, this is at least eight years ago. If you had a file open, if it was a Word document mm-hmm. that was open, you can't rename it and you can't move it to another folder. It'll say unable to move to another folder because this thing mm-hmm. is open, so you got to close it to rename it or to move it or See, things like that. You're teaching me something. I didn't know you can do that on a Mac. Uh, technically, the, the right way should be done. Um, when a program opens a file, it should put a lock on it. Because once you depict the... Not Mac, buddy. That's a, that's a wrong way of putting it. Freedom. That's a, well, Made in California. Let's not go that far. <laughs> <laughs> Mac is part of... Anything Apple is the farthest away from freedom. <laughs> It can happen. It's okay. just not. No. Are, are they? Are they, were they made in California? Is that where the Apple factory is? Designed. No. Desi- it's designed, designed in okay. California, okay. but it's all manufactured in China. Oh, okay. okay. Except the MacBook Pro. Mm. That what? one is Austin, I think. Is the go, manufacturing go, plant. Go Texas. Yeah. Dude, everybody's moving to Texas. You see all these businesses moving to Texas? Yeah. They're getting well, the hell out well, of California. Why wouldn't you get out of California? I mean, why would you sit there and suffer the 14% tax? Or what, what is it, like 13 and a half or something like that? It's something outrageous. What? Income tax. Income tax. The, no, the, the state like income 10, tax. 10. Well, but the, the, the top. The top Altogether, uh, it was 10% for me. Well, for you, but but the top bracket. If you're one of these big companies that's making so much money, you're paying 13. I don't know. I think it's 13.8. I never looked. All my, I all my companies that I've ever started. They were started from Texas. Good so. job. 
<laughs> so I never like knew. A, I a, never had to. That's um, a that's a good choice. Yeah. yeah, that's a good choice, man. Yeah, yeah. Taxes in 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 California are just outrageous. The cost of living is crazy. I mean, you know this. I've never lived there. You actually have. Cost of living, like what you pay for an apartment there Ooh. in LA. You could, dude. Like even my friends with the nicest houses in El Paso that are that are just. But I mean, El Paso is pretty cheap com, com, when compared to the rest of the country. Oh yeah, it's one of the lowest cost of living. Uh, cities in America, which is why people well, if people like to retire here. What you say is true, and everybody wants to move here. It won't stay cheap. For oh, they're long. going up, dude. Because there's only two things: you cannot have cheap and place that everyone wants to live in the same bracket. Right. So it's essentially. Yeah, California. no, not everybody. everybody not everybody, to. man. Look, yeah. young people still want to get the hell out of here, which is actually something well, I that want to get out. I'm not that young. I want to <laughs> yeah. get out of here. Yeah, as you, fast as possible. You well, you've never you've never liked it here. You've always liked the the big busy city life, oh, yeah, which sure. I I actually don't like, man. I I like I want to go somewhere smaller. Like I know you're gonna. Oh, I, God, I know when I mention. I know this. when you want to you want to go. <laughs> you know what I'm about to say. Oh, I, want, I, <laughs> I was there for a week. I think I want to move to Lubbock. Oh, I, want, oh, I gotta let people know. I want to move to Lubbock. I was there for <laughs> what a week, ten days, um, yeah. years ago. Yeah, and no you lost way. you lost it. There's yeah. I, but what's what didn't you like about it dude first first of all let me just let me give let me if i may let me give my opinion on lubbock i think it's just a great little great little city city or town is it big enough to qualify for city i think it's a town i don't don't know it's about a quarter million people which is not bad but i think i just think it's a great little place man and uh, i love that there's never any traffic there's literally nothing more than 10 to 15 minutes away everything is really close that's great problem of it why is that a problem? Why do you want to spend your day driving around? It's not that you spend your day driving. It's that if you want to do something, chances are it's not there. But in LA or Houston or like Dallas. What? what do you like to do that's not oh there? God, I don't know. Okay, beach. What are your Going hobbies? to the beach. Okay, fine. But beaches also bring about hurricanes or wreck your homes. Mm. <laughs> you have insurance for that. Yeah, I guess you so. have to remodel every and, few years, right? And they're also normally, if you live somewhere near a, near a large body of water like that, there's a lot of humidity, which is bad for firearms. So I keep my guns here. Those are mine. <laughs> Texas, <laughs> that's why. Then we're just gonna. We're just no. Gonna I talk personally don't like LA guns. that much either. I just like big cities. I think my favorite big city is actually Dallas. Okay. Or just surrounding Dallas um, is cool. Dallas is cool. Yeah. I, I could see myself living outside of Dallas somewhere. Yeah. Somewhere small where like if I'm like I don't I just don't want to spend hours a day commuting to and from work. Mm-hmm. That I just feel like that takes up so much of your day. With all that I do and with all that you do, like there's like the re the one of the reasons that I'm able to do so many things, right? I have a you know, with my full time job and then doing stuff like this and then martial arts and I go to the gym every day and I have time to go to the shooting range and yeah, like I do all these things uh, is because I feel that I spend very little time on the road. Like even for my job as a sales rep, I put like, you know, when, when we do our, our, our expense reports at the end of the week, I talk to some of my colleagues and dude, they put in miles, dude, miles, like they're driving hours to get to their clinics. And for me, it's like, everything's 15 minutes away. So I just, I, I, there's so much time that's not wasted on the road that actually turns into productive mm-hmm. You, you know, you could turn it into something productive. Now you could also just sit around and, and binge watch Lucifer, or <laughs> which we have done, yeah, which yeah, we have done. Unfortunately, what, for yeah. the last season, what did you think of this last season? Oh, it was God. a little bit weird. Oh man, it's just, it's, it was like they didn't know what they were doing. Anymore. Right? They yeah, just, they're winging it. 
Exactly. Yeah. They tried to finish it and then they were all like last season and then they're all like, okay, maybe we can milk a little bit more out of it. And it worked because we watched it. We did watch <laughs> it. Yeah, but we're already on the hook. Yeah. <laughs> we have to go. We we're we're too deep now to yeah. stop. There's exactly. there's something about there's something about the human mind where we're uncomfortable with not having an ending. Mm-hmm. Right. Like that's why sometimes you turn on, you, you know, you, you're, you're in a hotel or something, you're traveling and you, you say, okay, let me see what's on Showtime or whatever, you know, whatever. And you start watching a movie and 12 minutes in, you're like, God, this is the worst movie ever. I don't think it's going to get better. But then, you, but then you still it. finish the movie because you need to know what's going to happen. Exactly. Right. It's like <laughs> the whole movie just sucks. One time, the worst example of this. One time I went to the comedy club. You ever go to the comic, comedy oh, yeah. club here? I loved it. I love it, dude. It's it's some of the some of the best entertainment, some of the best lowest cost entertainment. Most of the most of the guys who who you know, unless there's somebody who's who's well known, tickets are usually like eight bucks or something. Mm. Yeah, whatever it is, it's 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 pretty pretty inexpensive. And I wanted to take my brother, and so we go to the comedy club, and I had never had a bad experience until that time. Like every everybody that I had seen was was really good. And I don't remember the guy's name, and and you know maybe that's a good thing. I wouldn't want to, I wouldn't want to blast this dude. But it was literally like this. This is what it sounded like all night. Oh god! <laughs> I just wanted to try that function. We didn't actually hear crickets. <laughs> I thought um, you were gonna do the other one that I told you. Please don't. No, 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 no. That was terrible. Yeah, we should have had him a fake audience like this. <laughs> just pre- pretend laughter. Uh, no, this dude came out and he started doing impressions. Like he didn't have any jokes. He was just trying to do impressions of people. And he's the worst impressionist you've ever seen in your life. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> poor guy. The dude, I mean, it, no, no, not poor guy. Poor me. I sat through it. <laughs> I sat through it. And, it, and for my brother, it was his first comedy show experience. He's all like, seriously, this is it. Oh my God, dude, it was so bad. And, and my brother's sitting there and he's like, Hey, should we just leave? You know, but then we were all the way in the, we were sitting at the front. Oh God. Cause I wanted my brother to get picked on by the comedian. You know how sometimes they do that. They start picking yeah, on the asshole. crowd. Yeah. And I, yeah. Well, you know, you got to make it fun. It's like, you know, it's his first time. So I, I wanted the, the comedian to make fun of him. Sorry, David. And, uh, <laughs> and so, I mean, th- this guy just sucked so bad, dude. He sucked <laughs> so bad. Like there wasn't a single giggle, not a chuckle, nothing. There was no. You know, I feel bad for him. Because oh, that must be horrible. I've never being seen on anyone bomb that hard, dude. I've never seen anyone bomb that hard. Like my grandmother could have gotten on that stage, and she doesn't even speak English, and she could have had a better show in Arabic than than that dude. I mean, it was, wow. it was it was that bad. And so then he kept doing impressions, and then somebody or impersonations, and then somebody said. And then he, you know, he ran out of, out of stuff to do. And he goes, Oh, so you guys give me, give me some requests, you know, any requests. And nobody said anything. Hmm. Hang on a second. No, no, don't worry. Something something going on. Did I, did I push a button or something? No, no, no. Don't worry. Don't worry about it. Okay. Keep going. Sorry. I didn't stop the recording. No, no. Okay. So, um, so somebody finally shouts out from the cloud from the crowd, do Bill Cosby. <laughs> that, was, that was the only laugh that oh, anybody God. got all night. Like that was the only time we heard people laughing was when somebody said, Can you do Bill Cosby? Um it, that, that was a dreadful evening, dude. That was a dreadful evening. Oh man. Yeah. Yeah, there's nothing worse than that. Um it was rough. He, what was I gonna say? It's worse than a bad date. No, if you <laughs> Oh, yeah, I bet. Um, if you're ever in LA, there's a place called um, LA Laugh, I believe. Okay. LA Laugh Factory. I think. Laugh Factory. Yeah, yeah, there's a bunch of places over there. And 
it's just fantastic. Well, I think there's a bunch of places. I, I talk like I. Yeah, it it's actually I've been there a couple times now. Um, and it's just Pretty the good. second you go there, they get. I mean, it's one of the most famous ones in LA. Um, like a bunch of big actually celebrities go there um, almost every night. Right. Um, so when when I went, actually, Tim Tim Allen was there too. Never heard of him. Uh, you never heard. He of must him. not be that. Big. Oh, sure. I don't, know. I don't know who this guy is. Well, if you if I don't know him, he's probably not famous. Oh, uh, you're you're not old <laughs> enough to know. Him. Okay. He's not famous anymore. But because <laughs> okay. if if you were born in the eighties, early eighties, eighties, Jesus, you're that old. Yes, I'm that old, dude. <laughs> uh, but anyways, the second you walk in there, you just laugh until like when they open the the doors to kick you out, you just don't want to leave. It's just so amazing. Yeah, highly recommend it. Oh, that's LA. good. Yeah, there, there, there's always been good shows here. One time, uh, I, I, I took this girl with me, and you know how I always, I've, I've always got like necklaces like this. Mm-hmm. Like I'm wearing my bee today because uh, we got to take care of the bees, dude. Bees are dying. Yeah. We got to look out for the bees. Well, I just murdered a bunch in, in my house. What? <laughs> why? Well, wasps, really. Yeah, well, wasps, <laughs> wasps don't don't pollinate anything, so they can suck it. They don't they don't do us any good. <laughs> but we need the bees, man. Bees are in trouble, right. and so are we. Uh, but anyway. I was wearing, I have a big rooster because I got all these animals. And I was wearing a big rooster and I was with this girl and uh, the comedian is, is a, what's his name? Greg Wilson, I think. He's a short, chubby guy and he was about, he's, he was starting a joke. He was leading into the joke and he goes, um, the, the, the intro to the joke was something like, so I've been trying to lose weight lately or I've been trying to eat better lately or something like that. I've been trying to lose weight, I think is how it started. I just, you know, I was in the front seat, so I yelled at him. I was like, it's not working. And so, and he was already hammered, I think, maybe not, I don't know. But anyway, he just looked at me and he's like, who said that? And he just looks at me and he goes, what is that you're wearing? And I was like, it's a rooster. And he's like, you're wearing a cock. And he just, dude, he did 30 minutes on my necklace. And the person who got the worst of it was my date. Like she got, and she got nailed the entire time. And he goes, pun intended. No, my, well, yeah, no, no pun intended. Um, he, he, he's like, he's like, he goes, I got to ask you, you're, you're a, you're a classy looking woman, but how do you hang out with this guy? Like when he's on top, he is his cock just all hitting you in the face. He started hitting himself with the microphone. That was hilarious. Poor girl. But I don't think she ever called me after that. Uh, <laughs> that was a fun time. That those are true comedians though. When they can take a cue and just yeah, run with it for, for like sure. half an hour or something, that takes a lot of skill. That's talent. Yeah, he went on. That's not just like just remembering, uh, memorizing shit. Right, right. No, no, no. I think he, I don't even think he finished that joke that night. <laughs> he just he finished the entire show making fun of me, and then there was a couple of other people sitting up front. Um, he started making fun of them too, and that was the, like he did an hour on just nice. just making fun of me and, and and a few other people in the crowd. It was hilarious, man. People were falling out of their seats. <laughs> He's really good. Um, but I think the one of the greatest comedians that this country has ever seen is not actually a comedian by profession, just sort of just sort of a, a has a natural inclination for it. Uh, which is our president. Oh, <laughs> That's not going on. <laughs> he's oh, he's, he's, one of the, <laughs> he's one of the best comedians ever. He's hilarious. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if I would why do you look? Why do you look so bothered? Uh, frustrated. Well, so like so you watched the debate, right? We got to get into it. Dude. I we, tried we got, to. We got to get into it. For four minutes. 
four minutes. That's why all. can't um, that's my, as long my as you lasted. Pro- yeah, exactly. Why? <laughs> it was entertaining. Oh God, no, it was. I watched the whole it thing. Was, it was. I was posting was on sad. Facebook. I was posting yeah, it updates. Was, it was sad more than anything. I was texting else. people because if these two guys are the best we can do, I'm sorry. If these two guys are the best we can do, well, sure, sure. But it was. I mean, yeah. It's I get just. It. It's sad. I mean, I honestly want to leave. I, I want to. Where are you going to go? I don't know. Somewhere in Europe. Dude, you're from Iran. I'm from Lebanon. We ain't going nowhere. <laughs> right? We're not going anywhere. Right? We're staying. But no matter how bad things oh, get man. over here, it's not as bad as being in Lebanon or Iran. True. But there's also. <laughs> At least you don't have to worry there's about. There's a lot of different countries other than these two as well. I mean, don't get me but, wrong. But I love there... the U.S. I'm as patriotic as a foreigner can get. Um, maybe not. But I don't know. <laughs> but. <laughs> Essentially, it's just. Is there is there any country in which you can just go and reside? Oh yeah, oh, yeah. Switzerland, Netherlands. So you could, you could just show up there and be like, "I'm here well, to stay." I mean, I can get a job there. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. Just yeah. But can you can you obtain citizenship? Probably, yeah. Uh, I haven't looked into it really. Uh, this is just venting. Really. Let's, let's go to Switzerland. No, but hold on, hold on. Don't, we we can vent later. But what the point that I wanted to make is, uh, I actually have a solution for how to how to how to handle the next debate because there's going to be another one when actually they announced i know what you're going where are you going they okay. already announced that they are going to make those changes seriously i'm not sure to the extent okay let you, me tell you my idea. yeah, yeah let me tell it. you my idea then you can tell me if i'm on the right track because if they thought of this i mean i'm surprised nobody's thought of it sooner knowing because how they didn't knowing how to. people get people were actually yeah, <laughs> i guess so you get both candidates you put them in soundproof booths <laughs> okay Soundproof booths, see-through, just glass, yeah. right? So we can see them losing their minds in there, just like banging on the glass. When it's not their turn to talk, you just cut off their mic. Yeah. And they can sit there and scream all they want. And then, you know, the other guy can just talk as long as he wants. Oh, man. Yeah. Um, well, not as long as he wants, as long as they're permitted, exactly. which is another problem, man. Like, dude, we, we spent 15 minutes trying to figure out how to get the audio right on this podcast, mm-hmm. right? That's probably still probably still messed up i don't know it's who knows but we spent 15 minutes just trying to figure out how to properly work the microphones and they're giving these guys two minutes to talk about the world economy and a pandemic and the military Mm -hmm. and and like oh you have two minutes go and then they cut them off and it's like dude you can't discuss topics that are that broad in two minutes you like it's it's just impossible the whole thing is a honestly the whole entire premise is completely flawed at its core like you said two minutes is not enough time to to talk about these things at the same time though they want to get the broad stroke they just want to get as much information out of them as possible in as short of a uh, time as possible and that just won't happen that just won't work well i understand that but i think there's got to be a better way to conduct it like why why can't you have why can't you have, for instance, multiple uh, more just add in more debates, right? Mm-hmm. And and focus each debate, each hour and a half on one central issue. Yeah. Like, why can't you do that? Why do you have to address five, because six people? People these days don't have that much of a um, attention span. Well, they're all too bad then. I mean, you know, but like these are the same people that are going to go vote, and that's a problem. But yeah. why, why can't you have like okay, first debate is just going to be about uh, the economy and then second debate is going to be strictly about the, the pandemic and, and, you know, so, really and so forth. Like, why would you, then you can actually talk about these issues at length, yeah. which is how it's supposed to be done. But 
do you really think even if you do that do you really think trump will stick to that topic he'll just spew whatever he wants there's there's no structure to this guy none he just thinks and just whatever that comes pops into his head comes out of his mouth that sounds like me <laughs> Exactly no, how, no, that's but, exactly no, how that's exactly how I operate. You actually, you actually <laughs> have you know you talk with intelligence behind it. It's not that you know he, he doesn't talk. Have you, have you he, ever he, told he anybody to take uh, what is it called um, disinfectant? He, inject yourself with disinfectant? He said that. Of course he did. That's pretty bad. You know what, man? I knew this. Uh, well, he didn't say. He I didn't this. tell anybody to do it. But. Well, I think, well, he said that jokingly though. Oh, Come on, you got to give the guy. No, no, you got to give the no, guy no, no, credit. No, no, no. I think I, 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 think I know what you're talking about because this is the president. No, not of give him credit, States. but you got just so he can that make a joke. Not, that is not a setting that he will make a joke. He should make a joke, and he did not have the tonality of a joke. He was speaking out. He was thinking out loud right there, and he said it. And all of this, people, people, I don't understand how people, people would do it. People will do it, but I don't understand how whatever he does or says. People excuse with him. The president of the presidential office, actually all the government offices, as well as all the companies, I cannot stand it when people, consumers or constituents, they make excuses for these guys. Both sides, Democrats, Republicans, companies like Apple, when they, when they mess up, when Apple messes yeah. up, people come to their aid saying, making excuses for them. But what they don't realize, that's doing them themselves a disservice. I uh, okay. I get by it. making them accountable, you make yourself better. You make the future better. I was gonna say when you mentioned the whole thing about injecting yourself with with disinfectants, I knew a girl who was going through residency. She was a, I don't know what she was doing her residency in, but she was a doctor. She was going through residency. She had a patient come in through the ER who's having bad knee pain. And without without any instruction from Trump, this was like eight nine years ago. Uh, he injected motor oil into his knee to try <laughs> to try to lubricate it. <laughs> so <laughs> just oh think about God. yeah, it's uh, that that really makes you worry. Yeah, You're like how are these people even making it in society? Right? Have like, you ever watched these, the, these Have alive? you ever watched the movie Idiocracy? No, but I think oh I'd, my love, God, I think I'd love it. Got <laughs> Based I, on the title, I will send it to you. I think I would love it. Idiocracy is my absolute, <laughs> it's the most stupid movie I have ever seen. My IQ literally dropped That's a few great. points by just watching it. I could afford a few points. Yeah. However. A few, not many. If you really think about it and go past the idiocracy of it all, you see how true it is. Yeah. You see how much they're actually, their message is so intelligent. As a matter of fact, before before I leave here, I'll show you the I'll, I'll put a the intro, the first scene. Okay, on it's on YouTube. Okay, cool. uh, for I'm everybody down. listening, idiocracy. Just idiocracy. YouTube it. Just watch the first part of it, um, and you'll see where we're headed. It is so true. And you think you think, you think we're headed towards stupidity? Oh, 100 percent. Really, hundred percent. And. A scene of that movie towards the end of it, we are living in today. Now it's dramatic. It's too dramatic. I mean, okay. they over dramatize. How do you say that word? Over, over what? Dude, I'm. We're both I'm foreigners. You know what I'm talking yeah. about. Yeah, we know. <laughs> <laughs> they exaggerated the hell out of it. But and this is way before Trump. <laughs> we, both, we both try to figure out a word. <laughs> we just we just like, we're we're like just go the go the other direction. Let's just go like way. rephrase it. Yeah. <laughs>
But yeah, it, it, I highly <laughs> recommend that movie, Idiocracy. Yeah. This is where we're headed. We're actually we're we're there, dude. You know where we're headed is Black Mirror. Have you seen that? Oh yeah, oh every single episode. Spooky, dude. It's so spooky. Some of them. Uh, no, almost all of them. All but like two or three. Yeah, there I was sitting was there. Like, oh, whatever, dude. I I didn't know what to expect. I just heard about it, and so I just logged in. And the first episode that came up. I don't know if they do this on purpose or if it's an error on Netflix, but it starts with season five and then works its way down to season one. At least it did that with me. So the the very first episode that I saw was with the two guys in the video game, the fighting game. Oh God. Well, yeah. Yeah. And I was sitting there with my eyes open, like, Whoa. And then there were so many episodes Mm -hmm. that just hit me straight in the face. Like there's the one, I don't want to give out too much information if people haven't watched it, but there was one about, the military, uh, you, you know how, so, so a friend of mine, whenever possible, I'd love to have him on the show. Um, he's a, he, he works for the, he, he's a peace activist, I think is how he identifies his, uh, his work. And so I, I read one of his books. He, he's written a bunch of books. He gave me one and I read it and, and it talks about some statistics of how the military over the years, over decades have gotten better at training their soldiers to kill. Mm-hmm. So like you go back to world war one and you look at the percentage of, of soldiers who fired at the enemy when they had the chance. And it was pretty low. I don't remember the exact figures, but it was, I think less than 20%. Like it was a really low amount. Then you go to world war two and those numbers are, let's just say 50%. Again, I'm just making up the numbers. I don't remember the exact numbers. And then there was the Vietnam war. And when it, you know, we went higher, we went to like 70, 80%. So I'm like, Vietnam came after World War II, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. Just <laughs> make sure I have my timeline right. I suck at history. So th- so th- 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 this is proof that it's indicative of the fact that the military is getting better at training people to kill mm-hmm. as time goes on. And But the problem is the human mind is not really built to, uh, to, to, to live with that kind of trauma and those kinds of experiences. So a lot of people go crazy. That's why suicide is so high amongst PTSD, veterans, probably. PTSD. Yeah. That, that's what I meant by go crazy. Like PTSD just drives you insane. You can't sleep. That's why a lot of veterans end up committing suicide. I think, I don't believe the statistic, but I'm sure you've seen it. 22 veterans commit suicide a day. I didn't. That's crazy. That's why oh. there's the 22 push-up challenge where like you do. Tw- oh, wow. Really? I think, I think, yeah. Like yeah. you do 22 push-ups a day for 22 days or something like that. Um, that, that's just an insane statistic, but the, the premise of that whole episode is that the military found a way to train their soldiers to kill everybody, everybody, kids, grownups, everybody, and not experience any PTSD through technology, well, through, through Wait, some sort 22. of 22. Uh, well, well, that's in the future. No, 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 that's oh, in the okay. future. That's, that's future, future military technology. Yeah. That's not the case right now. Uh, so I was watching that episode with a couple of friends of mine. They didn't really understand it. They're like, well, what's going on? Cause they didn't, they didn't have the background information on, you know, cause you think a soldier at war has a chance to shoot somebody. They just shoot them. And that's not the case. Right. And so, but, but for me, it hit me right in the face. I'm like, Oh my God, like this is, cool. this is terrible. I, I think I know which one you're talking about. This I, is just, yeah. yeah. A lot of those episodes really did hit me. Dude. There's some crazy stuff. Yeah, some of them are really good though. Really well thought out. Really good. I thought all of them were. Mm-hmm. There was there was a couple of weird ones. Like there was the one where with the two older ladies who they oh, were I know which they were they were dating when they were young. Yeah. and now they're old. No, and- they weren't old. They were going into their mem- like 
they were going in the reality, alternate reality. Yeah, reality. they were. Or virtual. Well, reality. they were living in the cloud. Virtual reality. They were dead, yeah. living in the cloud. They weren't dead. They, oh, were they dead? shouldn't really. Well, I don't know. Yeah. I, it's that that episode confused me. So whatever they I said, they weren't dead. Um, essentially, I couldn't figure were, out exactly. They were going, what was going on a on, virtual but... reality in their mind, and uh... there was a way when they were going to die to take their mind into virtual reality forever. So essentially, live forever uh, okay, in okay, okay. inside virtual reality, uploading consciousness. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, dude, that's spooky stuff. Yeah. Kind of cool. <laughs> uploading your consciousness. Yeah. What do you think we'd be doing up in the cloud forever, me and you? <laughs> uh, starting different projects. <laughs> yeah. Go can shooting. I, can I work out up there? Is there? I, you don't need to anymore. You just go. I guess right. Yeah. You I just mean, click a button and you're like, you're, oh, you just. Up. You can figure your body like those. Uh, knowing you, you're probably going to have, uh, what was that, macaroni and cheese pizza every day? Mac and cheese, dude. Mac and cheese pizza. <laughs> I haven't had mac and cheese pizza in a long time. Is CC's still even a thing here? I don't go to CC's, dude. It's been years since I've yeah. gone to CC's. It's still a thing. Is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it yeah, though? Yeah, yeah. Is it still open? If there I, was one where I live, but they I, closed I, down, I, I think. I'm pretty sure there's one somewhere on the east side and there's the one on the west side mm. off of, uh, like near the Walmart on Mesa. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty yeah. sure there's one over there. That's the one I used to frequent in high school. Again, me, me and my buddy Johnny talk, talking about Johnny again. Uh, he had a Bronco, so we would load up like eight eight of us in, nice. <laughs> in the Bronco. We'd go to CC's. Nice. Uh, yeah, that was you know when you're when you're young and you have a big appetite and you only not have, a lot of money <laughs> and you only have about five bucks for lunch. Yeah, if that right. Yeah. Some days you don't even have five bucks. You got to go to Papa John's get a slice for two dollars. Um, CC's is a great choice because you just you go and and you, know, you can you can eat until God, you. I haven't gone in. I can't do it, dude. I just skinny years. I think uh, it hasn't been that long for me. But then again, you're older, so. But it's been yeah. a while. It's been a while. I, 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 I'm not, dude, do I don't. We, how long do we know each other? I was thinking about that the other day, actually. I I, I want to say 2007. No, I'm pretty sure I met you when I was in college. No, no, no. You were still in high school when I really? first met you. Oh, really? We started hanging out when you were in college. Okay. But, um, well, I don't, I, I, I mean, I can't see why you wouldn't hang out with me when I was in high school. All right. <laughs> um, did I have my fro back then? Did I have, uh, a, did I have a fro when I you think, met me? No, I think it was 2010 when we were finishing biology degree with Tala. Something like that. Yeah, 2010, 2000. We well, graduated wait, wait, in 2011. Wait, 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 2010. I, I graduated in high school in 2010. So 2009, 2008, 2009, I think. Something like that. Yeah. Either way, about a decade, a long time. Yeah. No, dude, I, I can't, I don't do, I really don't do any all you can eat buffets, man. I, I think um, I'm just, not I've into done a it. few. I'm not um, into it at all. In Only in Vegas. I tried the ones in Vegas, dude. I tried all the ones you that tried people, Aria. I went to the Aria. I mean, look, yeah, it was good. There was some good food there, but what do you really end up eating at a buffet? So that's you pick thing. two, three things that that's you like. Actually, that's actually a good, um, good point for me personally. When I go to a buffet, I come out feeling sick, how full I am, but not satisfied because I peck at different food. Uh. So I fill up myself, but I'm like, not any, no single food actually makes you satisfied. That's personally why I don't like a buffet. I'd rather go to a nice steakhouse. For sure. Grab a good juicy, you know, For tomahawk sure. steak and finish it. Yeah. Yeah. The I would say that the greatest buffet I've ever been to was in Dubai the last time I went there. 
my uncle took me to this uh, i don't know what it's called it was on the it was at the atlantic atlantic hotel i think it's called it's on one of the palm islands i have no idea where he took mm-hmm. me but he took me to, to, to this buffet and it, it was insane i mean it was it's, it's hard to even describe it it was also five six years ago so my memory might not be fully I mean, fully on point but I, I just remember just looking at at the restaurant and i, I go like this this is this is just ridiculous i mean it was insane I mean, that's what but you do. know but here's the thing they live for that yes and it, it's true yeah everything's they, everything's everything bigger has and to happen fancier everything has to be in a way that you walk in and you just wow yeah, wow. yeah 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 i mean they, they make the buffets at vegas look like oh yeah look like my kitchen counter when i put out a few dishes you know what i mean it was yeah. uh but I, you know i ended up eating like two things and one of them was in lebanon we make these uh it's like a really thin dough. I don't know what it's called, but it's really thin. It's all it's like paper thin, and you put a cheese mix in there, and you roll it up and fry it. Ooh, it's tremendous. Good. It's basically like an egg roll. Yeah, it's an it's an egg but roll, better. but but yeah, <laughs> like with 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 I don't know what kinds of cheeses they put in there, and oh, they're so good. And I just ended up eating like thirty of those. Oh, I bet. And so, and I think <laughs> just, you had me you had me at fried uh, bread. Oh, that dude. right there. We used to do it in the Iran. Best. It's just the best, right there. How do you guys do it in Iran? Uh, we just mess around that we don't have a dish for that it's okay. just uh whenever we were frying something and we just put some french bread or something in the man french bread in hot oil soak oh, up shit. all that freaking oil and be, it would become like french bread really yeah it just um yeah i've never it, tried that any type of bread really they have just fry it and it just becomes amazing so you're eating french bread in iran yeah dude that's cute iran copies everything is that legal and it makes it better <laughs> Like donuts, dude. Let's <laughs> let's go with donuts. They have donuts over there. We have donuts since when? We call them piroshki. Okay, so, so that's it. They have a different better. name. Yeah, but it's it's so much better. I don't know why. I think it's a dough. It's so much better, and it's not that I'm biased. It's that yeah, you are. I am biased, obviously, <laughs> but it's not that I think that it's better because I'm biased. Because I've actually brought some back for my friends here, okay. or actually in uh, Seattle. They all. Just they say the same it. thing. Same thing with Olivia. It's a Russian food. We have a lot of, we stole a bunch of food from Russians. Uh, I don't know why. Yeah. I personally think it's so much better than the original. I've had the original Russian ones. Yeah. But we smash it. We just do our, we just put a little bit of twist, Persian twist. Seven spices or something. Just so much better. <laughs> yeah. What, what, what foods emerged out of the United States? It's got to be just like, the, like no, not burgers. <laughs> it's got to be Southern cooking, right? Like gumbo. That's got to be a, an American I thing. I have no idea, probably. And isn't, isn't barbecue supposed to be like the probably. oldest American food? Like that's probably. what the Indians used to, used to cook before even the, really the, the English came food. over. They would, they would kill a, a buffalo or something and, and roast the that's whole thing. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, I like food, man. I'm a foodie. You know the worst how, country, how are you doing? What's the up? worst country that I've ever been to with the food? Huh? You UK. Oh really? England. Oh my god. They have horrible food. Really? I think that's a stereotype too. But it's hundred percent true. Just horrible food. I heard the food in France sucks. Um, that I can say that it's not. It does not. No. It's amazing. You have to know where you go though. Yeah. Well, but I guess if you get somebody that doesn't like French food. It, doesn't like snail and they bring snail oh, in sure. front of them they're gonna be like oh the french has the worst food ever did you eat snails no i personally don't like it well but i never tried, tried it? it i've never okay. tried it, it sure. i could not bring myself i yeah look you don't have say, you don't have to try something to know that you don't like it 
That's something I try to explain to people. But, people no, tell that's me, not true. like, okay, I'm I'm probably the only Lebanese person on earth who's never had hummus. Oh, never. I've never tried it. And every time I go to my grandma's house, she's making hummus. She's like, hey, you want you want some hummus? I'm like, no, grandma, I don't need hummus. And I get yelled at every time. I used and, to say that actually, and I just don't recently, like it. I until recently, I hated mango. I just didn't like it. I just like mango based juice. on based on the look of it, the feel of it. I just never liked it until my girlfriend actually said. Why don't you just try it? Just try it. Okay. And see. And I tried it and it wasn't that bad. So I started, I started <clears throat> trying out the things that I've always been against. I've always said blindly no. And majority of them, I was I found out that I didn't don't mind it that much. I'm gonna let you finish that thought and then I'm gonna give you the rebuttal. Go for it. I'm done. Okay. <laughs> There's not much of a discussion. This is not, we're not curing cancer here. There's not much of a discussion. Um, have you tried having a boyfriend? No. Okay. But you just know you don't like it? I don't know if I like it or not. It's just not for me. <laughs> okay. That's my point on hummus, though. Okay. I'm like, yeah, I don't, you know, because one time. But that is going extreme. <laughs> but that that's is going extreme. No, this but it's food. It's, it but doesn't it's fundamentally to, change the way you are. Well, but, well, it's not, it doesn't fundamentally change the way you are, but it's, it, it has to do with your senses and, and what, what you enjoy. Yeah, with, you course. know, it has to do with your senses. And so one time I was at a friend's have house. You, hold up. Before you go there, have you ever tried anything? Like hummus oh, with the I, same consistency. I say something else. <laughs> have you ever tried anything? Have, like you, ever, have you ever tried to having a boyfriend who wears a wig? <laughs> <laughs> have you ever tried to have anything like hummus? That the only thing like? I the only thing I can think of that's similar to hummus is baba ganoush, and that also has tahini sauce in it. And I'm anti tahini sauce. Somehow. Oh, that's the part you don't like. And chickpeas, which go in the hummus, and eggplants, which go in the baba ganoush. I've never so had you eggplants. Don't, you've never had eggplants. I've never had eggplants, man. That's that's a food that I have never eaten. No eggplants for me, dude. The, the, like when I look at it, like when you slice it up, and and or when you just op, open oh, man, up an I eggplant, yeah, really, I it's just like eggplant. mushy on the inside, and there's a lot eggplant. of seeds, and yeah. it's not for me. Okay. Yeah, mango's not for me. The fruit's not for. I don't eat any fruit. Well, okay, no, I I, I force myself to eat a piece of fruit a day. I have to really, really, really force myself. Dude, the other day it got so bad. I had a nectarine. <laughs> it was me against the nectarine. I had a yellow nectarine. I washed it. I was like, all right, I'm going to wash it. I'm going get to get ready to eat it. I put it out on my kitchen counter for like a half an hour. I looked at it. I went and did some other stuff around the house. I came back, still look, looked at the nectarine. And I was like, you know, I just put it back in the fridge. I couldn't eat it, dude. <laughs> oh. I couldn't eat it. I can't do dude, fruit. I, love fruit. I don't like fruit at all. Oh, I love fruit. At all. What fruit do you like? Anything. Almost anything. Not mangoes. Yeah. Mango. I, I love fruit juice, but that's bad for you. Yeah. No. Yeah. I, I, like if you're like if you're like I could drink smoothies all day long, but then I'd I'd probably get diabetes in a few years. Because <laughs> you're because the idea is that you know, like this whole health movement started a few years ago in El Paso where there were smoothie shops popping up everywhere and everybody's like, Oh, I'm going to be, I'm so healthy. I'm going to go get a smoothie for breakfast. And then I'm going to go get a smoothie for lunch. It's and everybody was getting smoothies all day long and it's all sugar, dude. Mm -hmm. It's all sugar. And the stuff that they put in the smoothies, they're not just blending fruit. They're also adding certain syrups well, and flavors and things. And it's all sugar, man. And you look, if you actually look at the nutrition facts, you're getting, you're getting enough sugar for a week. Essentially the same smoothie. as Coke. You're basically, you might as well yeah. drink a soda. Yeah. 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 Um, the thing is, I, for what I've heard, I don't know if this is true or not, but um, even if they don't put, they don't add any sugar to it, 
if you just eat the fruit by itself, yeah, you maximum will have say. one or two. Yep. But in the f- the juice part of things, you might have like 10. Yeah, because how many oranges does it take to make a cup of orange juice? Exactly. I mean, it takes a lot of oranges. And the, the, the thing is, now I, I'm not a nutritionist, but uh, I've done some research on this. I actually want to have, next time Coco's in town, my sister, obviously, you know, for the people who don't know, yeah. next time uh, they're going to think, because when I say Coco, because her name is Christina, but. Uh, we've always called her Coco, but when I say, "Oh yeah, Coco's coming over," everybody thinks it's some stripper or something. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> um, next time she's in town, I want to have her on 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 here to talk about this. the The idea is that nature is pretty good at regulating, and so when you eat a piece of fruit, the sugar molecules are attached to fiber, which is broken down sort of progressively by your body and so it doesn't hit you all at once Mm -hmm. but when you juice it you're just taking the sugar and isolating it and so you put down a cup of orange juice and all that sugar just hits your liver at one time and um that that's the part that's not healthy Uh, also also what you said about yeah it takes this much fruit to make a cup of juice Mm -hmm. yeah yeah, so I see these people at the gym with their smoothies, and I just look at them. I'm like, you know, they're wondering why they can't see their abs. Yeah, it's yet. almost the same as when people go and order a triple cheeseburger with a large fry and order diet, and diet coke. coke. And Jesus but then Christ. again, that could be because of diabetes. But at the same time, you should, have <laughs> you should be having. Yeah, what kind of point is that? Right. I uh, mean, I, you know, I guess I guess it's better to. I guess if you had to save calories somewhere, you know, like you really wanted the burger, but. Uh, if if the, both the regular and the diet coke taste the same to you, yeah. Some people say that that one tastes better than the other. I, mean, I, I haven't had a coke in about seven years. I think. I think I haven't have, haven't had any six months. Yeah, I'm proud of my great dude. Dude, that's no, probably actually why, more. That's probably months. that's probably part Since of the January. reason. How many? Uh, you, I mean, dude, I've never seen you look this good in oh, in you. the 11, 12 years that I've known you. Yeah, I mean, you've you've like you've always talked about it. You've always. Mm-hmm. You know, I, to, at one point, because how many times I would text you, you'd be like, hey, dude, I started going to the gym, uh, you know, check on me three times a week, make sure I'm on track. And I would text you and I'll text you and I'll text you. And then eventually you just fall off mm-hmm. and you stop working out. And, you know, you always lose 10, 20 pounds, and then you put it all back on. But this is the first time that you actually are going through with it. And yeah. I'm not even checking on you. Yeah. Maybe I was the problem. Well, no, no, no. <laughs> you're, when you decide like on you've doing dropped, it, like when you decide on doing it, you don't need anybody checking up on you. Exactly. That's what I tell That's them. the thing. That's my point. Yep. Um, Thank you. Yeah. It's, That's, it's, I'm so glad I, you I said that. What, I don't know what went through my Do you want to say how much weight you've lost so far? Sure. How much? 75. God, 75? Woo! I thought it was about 50. No, 75. 75 pounds. Yeah. Dude, that's huge. Well, I've gained some of it back. So 70. Let's say yeah, 70. Okay, fine. But 70, that's right huge. Now. That's so huge. Yeah. Like think about think about a 16-ounce steak, right? Like that's a pound. Yeah. And if you then like 75 pounds, that's imagine stacking 75 16-ounce steaks on top of each other. Yeah. That's what you are carrying on you. Yeah. So actually the other day, a couple of days ago. For the first time ever, um, I mean, I always tried, whenever I was losing weight, I always tried running or jogging uh, on the treadmill. Um, never made it past one minute, really. Um, the other day, as I was watching something, I just decided to go on six miles an hour on the treadmill and just jog. Mm-hmm. And I was watching something and I just got distracted. 22 minutes later, I was still running. And I was like, holy shit, what nice. the hell? 
Yeah. What's happening here? Yeah. And then it hit me. You, that, want, you wanted to imagine, zone. imagine you, you're a pretty fit person. Imagine. Fuck. Yeah, I am. Yeah. You are. <laughs> uh, imagine holding on to putting a vest of 75 pounds. Oh, sure. You, sure. And then go run. Yeah, sure. And then what's going to happen? Tired. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, and I, I came to that realization actually a few months ago when I was playing tennis. It's, and it's not just the weight. It's also the, the, the added difficulty of your heart having to circulate blood oh, yeah. and oxygen to all that extra weight. Yeah, it's but not, just let's say the weight. Yeah, let's even if it was just the weight vest. Yeah, yeah. 75 pounds. I mean, I still can't dumbbell 75 pounds. You can't? No. I can't either. Oh, really? Okay. <laughs> so I should feel bad. You're talking about a bicep curl? Yeah. 75 pounds? What do I look like? C.T. Fletcher? No, I mean, dude. That's, I mean, that's so both, much. Both hands. It should be done. Oh, you're talking about a, a like a like a, um, yeah, a an easy curl bar. Yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. No, um, I'm pretty I'm sure. 50. That's. I'm pretty sure I could do But you're talking, what, yeah. like 12, 15 reps? Something like that. Yeah, yeah. but anyways. I'm, pre- I'm, sh- I'm pretty sure I could do 75, maybe, I don't know, 8 to 10 times or something okay. like that. I, I, I don't really do that many curls, so I don't yeah. know. So... But aside from that, it's we were playing tennis with my uh, brother-in-law, and he's ex- he, at that point he was exactly a hundred pounds lighter than me. Jesus! And I was actually keeping up. I wasn't playing good. I've never you playing never tennis. Been, I was playing tennis. Yeah, yeah. It's a good thing you didn't get hurt. Yeah, I, I mean, I was at that point. I was at my highest. Um, well, actually, maybe not the highest. Um, it was probably two sixty-ish, um, and. I was keeping up with him a little bit. I was running around a little bit, and then he hit me. Like, he is 100 pounds lighter than me. Yeah. I mean, that's got to say something. And then now, uh, I haven't played with him recently, but when I was around 220, oh, dude, I you're going to kill him. him. And I was, I was he's gonna ex- around. He's going to expect you to run at the same speed as, as he remembers, mm-hmm. and you're going to come in three times as fast. But I want to I wanna make this point about running real quick because th- this is a huge pet peeve for me. Uh, and, and, I, and I don't fault people for doing it because they just don't know any better. But when trainers, when I see trainers doing stuff like this, it drives me crazy. So like at the gym, I've got to, I've got to walk around with, with what is blinders. it called? Yeah. With blinders. I've got to just, you know, I can't look around me because I'll go slap someone. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I, I wouldn't say the gym that I'm currently at. I, you know, I don't want people to, if somebody sees this, like, well, am I the trainer that you're talking about? Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's not specific to where I'm currently at. It's just in general, like over the years of, of I mean, I've been in so many gyms over the last, you know, I don't know. I started going to a gym when I was like 14. So it's been 14 years. And, uh, but when, when, so the point is when I'm talking to people who are out of shape, they're sedentary, especially if they're overweight and they go, oh, I want to get in shape. So I'm going to start running. I, I just always go like, no, dude, don't, don't start running. Why are you going to start with running when you're overweight, when you're, Joints are not conditioned to withstand the damage that you're going to do to them uh, when you're actually crashing onto the onto the ground as you're running. And so even if you're just a jogging speed, you're producing two to three times your body weight in force with every step, right? So if you weigh 260, double that is 520, right? Three times that is 780, if I did the math correctly. I think I did. That's a lot of, that's a lot of force. That's a lot of pounds of damage to be doing to your body uh, over a 20-minute run, right? Whatever, however long that is. You're just really abusing your knees and your ankles yeah. and all that. So, um, and and then a lot of people get injured. They get they, you know they get shin splints. They hurt their ankles. They hurt their feet. A lot of people get little fractures in their feet because they've got all this weight crashing down, and the ligaments and tendons of the foot are not accustomed to it. They're just not used to doing the work, and so it's really so much safer to lift weights. But I don't know why people think that running is safer. I think it's probably because they 
they attribute it to body weight. Like, oh, this is just calisthenics. It's like, yeah, but your calisthenics are yeah, are are a lot. Like you're you're big, you know, like you're 260 pounds. Also, Whereas you can go to the gym and you can you can get on some kind of machine or device or whatever it is that you're using, and you could put 10 pounds, you could put 15 pounds, you could put five pounds, you, you could pick up two pound dumbbells if that's all you can, if that's all you can you can do to start. And uh, you you can you can build yourself up that way. The one, the single most important training tool that you don't see in hardly any gym, and, and this is just mind-boggling for me, because if I had a gym, this would be the number one thing I'd have in there, is a simple weight sled, right? It's just a metal plate with a pin mm -hmm. in the middle of it, and you load plates onto it. Mm -hmm. And everybody and their mother and their grandmother can pull a sled. Like, you, you just tie, it has a strap, you tie it to your waist with a belt. I remember, you used it to costs like a, your neighborhood with Yeah, it. I still do. I do it outside. I open my garage and I drag, I drag, I drag the sled on the street. Um, you, you, you tie, you tie the, the, the belt to your waist. And I mean, hell, if, if it's somebody who's really out of shape and really weak, you don't even have to put any weight on it. Let them just pull the sled by itself. You can put a 10 pound plate or you can put 500 pounds on it, whatever. And you just have people walking with it. It's low impact. It doesn't do any damage to the joints. I don't care if you have bad hips, bad knees, whatever you got that's hurting on you. If you haven't worked out a day in your life and you're 75 years old, if you can walk, you can pull a sled and you don't see any gyms doing this. People come in, you know, this is, this is the, one of the things that makes me want to slap a trainer. When I see a client come in and I've seen this so many times, it, it's, it, I swear it should be illegal. You know, this huge man must've been 320 pounds, maybe more. And it's his first day in the gym and they're having him do jump squats, not on a box, but just jumping up mm -hmm. and down. And I, you know, I'm just sitting there like, I got to go talk to this guy. I got, I got to go, I got to go save him. Like this trainer is going to ruin him. It, dude, that for me, that, that is incredibly aggravating. So I was just talking to somebody the other day, skinny girl, you know, not, 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 not a big person, but doesn't work out. And she was telling me, Oh, I want to, I want to get in shape. I want to start working out. I'm going to go running. I was like, you might get away with it. Cause you're like 130 pounds, but don't run. Don't run. Just lift some weights. So that's just cardio. Does it, does it, yeah, I mean, there's a muscular skinny, component to it because really? you're, you, you, well, you, of course, there's a muscular component to it because you're pushing your body along, along a track. But can't you right? get so much? Like, I do understand when people are overweight. Like, personally, um, when I was walking and jogging lightly, um, it was to get my heart rate up. Um, on when I do weightlifting, my heart rate does not go nearly as high as it does when uh, I'm you know, jogging or walking really fast on an incline and whatnot. So for me personally, I was just doing both at the same time. Sorry, I got distracted for a second. No I was I was just checking something, making sure it's working, but I was listening to you. So you, you were doing it to get more of a, of a, of a cardiovascular, mm -hmm. more cardiovascular action. I mean, that's fine. You can swim. Oh, yeah. Does zero damage to your joints, does not cause any inflammation. Oh, yeah. And uh, it's 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 super safe. And trust me, man. You start pulling a sled, you'll get your heart rate up. Okay. Right. You you can you can you, you can dude. I'll yeah yeah. You totally should order one right. and get it from Rogue. Don't 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 get some some cheap one from Amazon. You're gonna save like twenty bucks and then it's gonna fall apart. All right. Yeah. Rogue Fitness is is the best. What time do you get out of? Do you got to get out of here? I haven't asked you. I know I know you're you got a project you're working been, on. I've been. Um. Uh, whenever. Um, okay. Oh, well, we're just going to keep going then. All right. Hey, we'll keep going till the sun comes up. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how many people, so how the, many people are watching. Oh, uh, my goodness. I, I don't even want to look. Why okay. am I, dude, I don't want to get I discouraged. Just... <laughs> <laughs> um, there are eight people watching. around an hour, an hour and a half. 
something like that. Yeah, I so we're at about an hour ten, roughly. So that's one of the things that that's one of the things actually that I've been that I've been trying to figure out or, or determine how long I want these podcasts to be. And I really don't have an answer to that. I think I just want to Usually let it go. It should be around an hour, an hour and a half. Not if you're Joe Rogan. How long does he last? Three hours average. Yeah. Yeah, but that's why I've never watched a single episode of. Oh, dude, the they're good, through. man. If the guest, they're if good. the guest is intelligent, like there, there are some guests that you can really stick around and watch. You could because they're just dishing out so much good information mm-hmm. that you just like you, you get really into it. He had the sleep scientist on one time called uh, uh, his name is Matthew Walker. Dude, that podcast will change your life. Like you, you actually understand the damage of that. I want to have Matthew Walker on here. You think he'll come in? Why not? To send him an Absolutely. <laughs> I hope I hope I got his name right. But anyway, um, we don't want to start talking about other people's stuff. You uh, you you were working on a project earlier. That you were having a, uh, some issues with. Oh yeah. Did you um, you got it all fixed? You said your yeah. dad called you freaking out. So essentially, um, I'm building a CNC machine, which is a computer um, cutting machine. Essentially. Okay. Um, I have one like, already like a for 3D wood. printer. No. Uh, it functions like a 3D printer. Um, it gets a bunch of uh, instructions called G-codes, gets sent to it, and that basically tells the head where to be at what time point in time. Okay. So in the, um, Oh, I've, I've seen some. Yeah, I mm-hmm. think I know what you're talking about. I've seen stuff in, like that. In the case of a 3D printer, it's called additive. Uh, so it melts a plastic. That's one type of 3D printer. It melts a plastic, and the head, the nozzle, uh, gets that G-code, and it basically moves around and layers... A melted plastic on top of each other and brings it up to mm. make a 3D model. In terms of CNC machines, it's generally a what's called a subtractive uh, method of machining, and uh, where you get a give it a block of solid, whatever that is, wood, uh, metal, any type of metal, ferrous or non-ferrous, or anything else, plastic, G10, whatever, and it has like something like a drill bit, which is called the end mill, that goes in and cuts it. Chips at it, uh, and that way it creates something that you need. So, so is is that the machine that that can engrave metal? Yes, it can engrave metal. It can cut it and whatnot. So, can we can we finally do the thing that I've been asking yes. you to do? Yes, <laughs> right, I got it right that, here. That's dude. the last piece. I got it right there. That's the last piece I needed. Okay. Um, I want to give you the slide right now. Yeah. All right. All right. Yeah. Let me grab it. Hold on. Hold on. After. No. Right now. Hold on. I had it. I had it here specially because I figured this would come up. So he was gonna engrave one of my Glocks. Um, Let's do the security check. So I'll give you the slide because the frame has got the serial number on it. Can't give you that. Also. It really bugs me whenever somebody shows a gun on YouTube and everything. They Why? have to do a safety check in front of everybody. I got to do a safety check, bro. Well, I did it for you, not for the viewers. Okay, yeah. But yeah, I want usually, you to feel safe. Usually people no one's gonna get do it. Sh- Here you go. No, no, one's, no. No, no, no one's going to get shot through the screen. <laughs> I just wanted you to... Uh, I just wanted you to know that it's clear because I thought you said this was all dinged up and you don't care about it. It's, it just has a scratch on the right side. That's it? Yeah. Man, I'm going to feel bad if I mess this up. No, 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 dude. Don't. I have a brand new. I just one want sitting you. At home I just right want now. you to put a SpongeBob on it. I have a. I have a brand new of this raw. A slide? I, yeah, I have a slide. You got a Glock 17, 17 slide? Really? Yeah. It's a brand spanking new one that I purchased. Practice for. on mine. All right. Sounds yeah, good. really, L- dude. Look, you you were my first guest on the podcast. I want to have. 
I want to have your first practice um, f- pistol slide design attempt. Yeah. So, so just put a SpongeBob on one side and put, I don't know, Sandy on the other side. So what I'm going to actually, uh, the SpongeBob on this is going to be done with a laser. It's okay. A, called the fiber laser, which cuts metal. Okay. Uh, that one is going to be done. This is going to be done with that. Um, but the CNC machine, if you want ported, if you want ports on here, it should be able to do that. If you do what? Porting. Oh, okay. So okay, ridges okay. over here, um, or stuff like that. Yeah. Let's let's hold off on the porting for. All right. <laughs> <laughs> but well, my only my only no, you know what we could do? We could do it at the top. Yeah, that's what I was at saying. At the top, right I don't here. think it. Uh, yeah, I think right I'm just worried about the function of the firearm when it doesn't it's, do anything. It doesn't change it as long as you don't. It would make it. The, the idea is that I mean, the reason they they port slides is. Well, no, they don't. Well, if you so, don't so do for, anything to the barrel, it basically is cosmetic and a weight reduction. That's it. It's it's a weight reduction and it gets it to cycle faster. That's why the Glock 34 has that big cut on the top. Oh, okay. Yeah. It makes it cycle faster. Um, because it's slower, it cycles faster. But then I don't know. I don't know what that does to the reliability. Like, I don't know if, if I, they're... If, like I don't know if if the slide needs to have a certain weight. I mean, if you take out a small piece, I don't think it's going to matter. But if you really get the cutting on it, I don't know if it needs to have a certain weight that drives the next round into the chamber. You touched on a great point, actually. What's that? I wanted to ask. Ask. Is this actually more reliable than any of your other guns out there? The reason I ask is because you mentioned the yes. Apple thing. Is it? Yes. Yes. So I've had. I've had malfunctions with every firearm I own or have ever owned with the exception of the 92 a one Beretta and mine was in nine mil. I don't have it anymore. It was a nine millimeter and all of my Glocks and I've owned a lot of Glocks. I think, I don't know how many I have now, so but wait, at one so point I had like Glocks had mal- malfunctions. Never, too? never, never. No Glocks and the Beretta 92 a one are the only guns I've ever had that have never malfunctioned. Hmm. Despite me trying to induce a malfunction, the reason I ask is because when we were shooting, and I know it was shit ammo. Yeah, but I remember we were shooting um, a few months ago. Yeah, that was the only malfunctions I've ever had was on your Glock. I've never had. Oh, a that single was malfunction. The, the, the primer wasn't going off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's not really that, the, the gun's not really to blame. I think the ammo that we were shooting was. But your years gun old. was fine. No, yours, yours were fine, firing just fine. Mine was not, or the one I was shooting. Well, was I think I think what happened is the rounds that you attempted to fire that didn't go off, I put them in mine and squeezed them again, and they went off yeah. the second time. But I tried again. Him. The ones that I gave you, I tried it again in the other one. It didn't go off. But it, the reason I ask is because my SIG... That's a good point. I forgot about that, actually. Yeah, my SIG and my Walter, yeah. never a single... I've had thousands of rounds through it. Yeah. I've never had a single... Malfunction. Well, I tell you, when uh, my first carry gun was a SIG 228, and um, I actually had to send it to a gunsmith at one point because because it kept it kept having really? failure to eject, yeah. and the gunsmith couldn't find anything wrong with it, and I don't think there was anything wrong with it. I thought that perhaps after after running you know a bunch of uh, different scenarios to try to figure out what the problem was, I think what it was is there was. Um, um, actually, I lost my train of thought. I got. I keep. I keep looking over at this thing to make sure because I see stuff popping up on the screen, mm-hmm. and I'm like, "Oh, geez, did it stop?" Yeah, it's still freaking me out. I still like. I, I still. I, I'm just glad that 
it's it's everything's been working smoothly. Yeah. And I think I think we got the setup down. Yeah, for sure. But I was saying I had to run a bunch of tests, and I think what I ended up determining is that it was probably a magazine issue. I had some new magazines, and you know how sometimes the spring tension is too high in a brand new magazine, yeah. so you got to like wear it out a little bit. You got to work it in, and so that sometimes causes malfunctions. My two to eight gave me a lot of issues. And I had a Sig Legion at one point, a 226 single action only Legion. That was a cool gun, man. But uh, I don't think that one ever gave me any problems. Mm. But I had to get rid of it when I got a 2011 STI. Mm. The one I just showed you? Because, mm-hmm. dude, I mean, once you yeah, once you get that, like, why you would you? You anything else. Yeah, I mean, why would you drive a Mustang if you got a Porsche? Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's, pff, uh, no, my 226, the only issue I ever have, and I think that's my fault. Is the slide at the the last? Um, it's definitely bullet, your fault. It does not lock back, and I think it's the way I hold it. My thumb actually holds yep, down. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Lock. Yep, yep. It's I've like done that a lot. Position. I do that with. Uh, there's a certain firearm that I do that with. I think it's my DVC. It's my two two six. Yeah, it's just the way your hands time. every time, almost every time. You got to figure out how to how to how to hold the gun. <laughs> Well, you got to figure out how to how to grip that particular firearm to where that stops happening because yeah. that could get you killed. Yeah, that, that's that's really dangerous. You, you need, I mean, yeah. If I, mean, I don't carry it anymore, so hopefully, yeah, because you've been in California for too yeah. long, dude. Well, yeah. Even when I wasn't, I was. Even when even when I was here, it was at the height of all the cartels and waters. Yeah, and I was all like, okay, if I have to use my gun. And I accidentally shoot one of those guys. Yeah. They're going to come after me and my family. You just go, I'd rather just die myself. You just go to Iran. <laughs> you go to Switzerland. <laughs> I know. There's nowhere else I can go to. No, as right now, our passports don't mean anything anymore. Yeah. The American passports just don't work anywhere. I think there's five countries. That Is that right? In. Dude, you know what's interesting? When, so, so I had always, you know, I was, I was born and raised in Dubai and so, you know, when I traveled to Lebanon, like my family would go to Lebanon in the summer, you just, I had a Lebanese passport, right? And that's, that would obviously get me in and out of the country. So ever since my family immigrated to the U.S., um, I, I didn't go back to Dubai until I got my, my U.S. passport. And then I go there and there's a separate lane for people with U.S. citizenship, that's like an expedited lane where you're just treated so much better than everybody else. And everybody I think else. That's the same way in Iran. Too, everybody else from all know. over the world has to go to the. It's like, it's like when you go to. But that was know, what? Five, six years ago. Right now it's. Five like, or six years ago. Yeah. yeah. Right now it's the exact opposite. They have a special sure? room. They have a special lane for US that they'll guide you through to quarantining, essentially. We can't, we're not allowed to go to a bunch of different countries. Is that right? Yeah. I hadn't heard about that. Yeah, I know that. I know that my buddies back home are traveling between Lebanon and Dubai again. They were for a while. They couldn't. They were just they were stuck in Dubai, and Lebanon is kind of their outlet. Like that's where they go party on the weekends. Yeah, because it's just, it's a three hour flight. Flights are cheap, yeah. and um, I mean you could definitely party in Dubai. I don't know why they go to Lebanon, but that's where they go. Uh, not every weekend, you know, obviously, but whatever, whatever it is. So th- I, I know that that their borders are open again. They can travel. I didn't know that there were increased restrictions on Americans. That's kind of nutty. It's been for a while. I mean, I was going to, I, I was planning on going to France this summer, actually, this past summer. What are you going to do in France? Uh, my my buddy uh, actually has a house over there, so I was going to go hang out with him. He nice. goes there every summer for three, four months. Are you in t- French are Riviera? You, are you taking the lady friend? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> uh, but essentially, um, 
I couldn't go because they don't allow, actually, technically, I think right now, France doesn't allow anybody, any foreigners to go in, um, only French citizen. I don't know if that has relaxed yet, um, I'll ask. but at some point, <laughs> yeah, at some point, um, it was just the U.S. Because we do have the worst pandemic outcome right now. Do we really? We do. Well, we, we, we don't know for sure because we don't know what the hell's going on in China. Right. Like, like, sure. Like that whole, like, but, like, is anybody actually buying that? They don't have any more, any no, more no, cases. No, no. no, they're lying. That no like, people are dying. India, Dude, they've probably, China, they've probably burnt a million sure. bodies. Yeah. But India, I don't, are, even, I don't even are, know if they keep count. I don't even know if people have birth certificates. At some point, they, I think they were saying that they only have like 3000 cases. And it was like, bullshit. Oh, yeah. Right. Maybe one small maybe, village. Maybe three, 3000 cases of malaria. Yeah. But um, no, essentially, I don't know how those countries are, and maybe I misspoke by saying we're the worst, but we're doing bad. Yeah, we're, we're, doing we're, we're certainly doing horrible. bad. I mean, we're at about a quarter million deaths yeah, almost. And, right? uh, what gets me to this day is that people still don't believe it. People still. What do you mean this, they don't believe it? They don't. They believe this is a hoax. They believe this is a uh, conspiracy, conspiracy to get Trump out of office. All of that, and honestly, it's all Trump's fault. How's that? Here we go again. <laughs> no, no, no. You can't. You you went round and round, and you no, came and you came back. It is to POTUS. I mean, and if anybody right, makes break it down, hold on. I want to know how it's transferred. Hold on. I'm all. He ears. is at the top. When I owned, owned my company, okay. When I owned my company, whatever happened, whoever's fault it was, at the end of the day, it's mine. It comes to my responsibility. He doesn't take responsibility for anything. And again, I don't like either side. I'm not a Democrat. I'm not. I like I said. I own firearms too myself. I'm not either side. It's just that whatever happens, the top person is responsible for it. And he, throughout the whole thing, I mean, February, he was like, oh, there's 15 cases, even though factually there were way more than that at that point. Um, And it's going to go down like magic. And consistently, he's been lying to everybody. He's been trying to play it down. And recently, he actually admitted it himself. Yeah, I wanted to play it down. I didn't want to create a panic. Well, you know what creates panic? A bunch of dead people. I got to see that video. What? Recently? Yeah, of, he was, of, he him was in, of him admitting that he played he it was, down. He was, uh, and of course, afterwards, all the Republicans, they come to his aid and Dude, they you know, make excuses for him. Again, what? I just it just bothers me whenever somebody or people in general make excuses for others that are, they should be holding accountable right, for right, stuff. Right, right. Sure, sure, sure. Companies but I, but what, what could he have done differently? I mean, the virus was already in the country last year. People started talking about it around February, March, but dude, it was here last year. Probably. Yeah, you brought it with you because you were in China. I know. <laughs> you're, you're, I actually <laughs> literally came back. It's all your fault. I literally it is all came your back. Fault. Yeah, we they, went. They shut off everything. <laughs> I came back like two days before they uh, stopped the, all everybody from coming in yeah. from China. That's hilarious. Yeah, what were you doing in China? I wait, wait, wait. I don't, well, sorry, I, I didn't. I didn't want to. I didn't want to. This this goes along with with what you just touched on mm-hmm. about creating panic. Um, when my sister was working at the hospital here, at I don't know if I should say which hospital, but whatever. She's not working there anymore, so who cares? She's working at one of the hospitals here. Um, for people who don't know, my sister is a pediatrician. They were telling her to not wear a mask. They weren't providing them with masks. So as not to elicit, so as not to elicit fear 
within the, 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 the patients and the people visiting the hospital. Is this through on the Dude, beginning like, like in recently? April, like in April and May. Yeah. And she had to get into it with the administrator and basically told them that she's going to do it anyway. And they're going to have to take it off her if, if, her. if they have a problem with it. See, yeah. I consider your sister as somebody that is intelligent. And well, it makes she has her moments. No, no, she is very intelligent. Uh, cooking aside, yeah, right, yeah. But uh, that is honestly, and I've heard this argument from a lot of people that ma if masks were saving us, um, then why does everybody have to wear? It's not that masks will save everybody. It's yeah. not that masks are end of be all, but it's the best tool we have. Right. And it just decreases the chances. It just decreases the chances of that gets transmitted. It reduces the spread. Yeah. Yeah. And for sure. I saw a meme online and I was all like, this is genius. I'll send it to you later if you want to send it to somebody. Yeah. I want to send it's it to about, everybody. So essentially it's this guy wearing a pants or actually this guy not wearing a pants and pissing. Um, and his stream goes, what, six feet. <laughs> Okay. He puts on an underwear <laughs> okay. and he just like, you know, <laughs> it stops, you know, it just drips down on yeah. him. It doesn't actually go. He puts on a pants on top of it and it just reduces a little bit less. And six feet or whatever. Can you actually, can I, you actually shoot your urine out? Six I feet? used to, but now I'm old. <laughs> <laughs> Life happens. You got to work those muscles. <laughs> I do. You gotta do. What would you do for that leg lifts? I don't. I have no idea. Kegels. Kegels, probably. <laughs> but essentially, that's hilarious. Yeah, that'd yeah. be. That's that's a pretty good range. Six feet. Six not feet. That bad, dude. You stand up and you angle it right. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta get the right angle yeah. trajectory. It's physics. Well, I'm sure we it's can calculate like, it here. Yeah, we could go try it outside right now. I've been, you know, I, I actually, mean, I've downed a couple balls. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm quite ready. Me too. <laughs> I, I like we can keep this podcast going, but I gotta go to the bathroom soon. Yeah. <laughs> we might have to stop. Or we just take turns. Yeah. One one of us will will just talk to themselves while the other person <laughs> goes and uh, um, do some testing. Yeah, go, goes and does some <laughs> testing. Take a, there's a measuring tape here somewhere. All right, we're going too deep into it now. So you were you were um, what what part of China were you in? I was in Shanghai and Nanjing. And what were you doing there? Uh, work. So when you when you say work and you leave it at that, it sounds like you're in the CIA. Uh, close, <laughs> but no cigar. <laughs> so, um, okay, we, I guess we won't talk about that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying. You know, okay, everybody's gonna be wondering what's this Iranian guy doing? Right? <laughs> Iran Dude, I, you know, Iranian guy with a bunch of guns at his yeah, house yeah. and uh, 18 cameras on the. Uh, surrounding yeah. his house with with firearms and and a, and, a, and a Lebanese dude. It's I, I like that I get to make these jokes because I'm from the Middle East. Yeah, yeah. Like if I was any other nationality, oh, you couldn't. Yeah, you know, I wouldn't be able to make fun exactly. of you like that. Yeah, you, you just couldn't. It's like you know, I'd do it anyway. I make fun of everybody. Yeah, dude, I make fun of everybody. I don't care what what your skin tone is. I don't care where you're from. If it's funny, I make fun of you. Yeah, unfortunately, these days you can't do that anymore. Oh, you can. I you do. Can, I do it all you the might time. Get in trouble. I mean, you know, like, That's, look, it just has to be this funny. This topic is for another conversation. I'm sure we can talk about it for about an hour. Well, okay. This. All right. Come back tomorrow. But, yeah, but. <laughs> no, but here's the thing. It, it just has to be you. funny. It can't be mean. Yeah. That's the thing. People, but that's people just, get in trouble when they're mean. But that's just said. I, I read something on, online uh, the other day that this woman was essentially getting pissed off at guys opening the doors for her. Well, she's stupid. Saying, 
saying that this demeans the woman. It, it essentially um, equates it to a child. You have to put a seatbelt on a child and that um, whatnot. And I get what you're saying. It's yeah, just pushing it way too far. Oh, God. I, I get there's definitely an issue with sexism, racism, Castle everywhere. Culture. My everywhere. God. There is a there is a systematic issue, systemic issue with all of these things. Sure. But these people that push it too far, like this lady. Yeah. It's not, they're not doing it any favors. Dude, how, how difficult is it to be a guy going on a date nowadays? You I mean, can't. Jesus, man. I might, well, I mean, not because of COVID, but just because of everything yeah. you just mentioned. It's, it's like, like, I might just whatever. have to, I might just have to get married and call it quits. I know. Just throw in the towel. Nah, you I, know? Know. <laughs> I, I won't, I won't. Too, too soon, buddy. Too yeah. soon. But um, essentially, but it's it, like, I mean, like what you're saying is just, it, it's, yeah, everybody comes up with their own reasoning as to why something's unacceptable. And then they broadcast it. And then their friends who are no brighter than they are, like, yeah, dude, that's totally valid. That, that's totally offensive again, to women. I'm totally, and what are you are you saying that women are weak and can't open their own doors? And it's like yeah. that's actually I've never opened a door for a woman. I, I always do. It's I don't do it. The person I've I've always been. I was gonna I was gonna make a Middle Eastern joke, but we just we just completely went against each yeah, other. Right? <laughs> <laughs> no, well, so it's it's not that I never open a door for a woman, it's that like if we're walking towards into a restaurant or something, I open the door for everybody. Sure, it's not, it just has to be women. It's just it's if not, I'm in front, yes, I open the door, yes, and I keep it open. That's right for the person whoever is behind me. And you actually have a tactical advantage if they try to attack you. Like think about that: if somebody yeah. opens the door and you walk in, they can take a full swing at the back of your head using the door to give them momentum. Like, <laughs> I, dude, I was a bouncer. I thought about this All stuff. Right. Okay, so yeah, I'm I'm gonna be the last person through the door just for for my own safety. I don't want some drunk guy hitting me in the back of the head right. with a bottle. So, so oh, so so my point about opening doors. If I'm if we're walking into a restaurant or something like that, yes, of course I'll open the door. Here's the thing that really bugs me because I just think it's it's incredibly impractical, and it just looks chunky and annoying. When I watch people do it, it bothers me. When the guy and the girl are walking to their to the car, presumably the, the, the guy's car, and they're approaching it from the driver's side, and he's got to walk around the car to the passenger side to open the door for her, and then walk back around the car to his side, to the driver's side to get in the car. Mm -hmm. Like that's too many steps, dude. That's too I, many steps. I personally have done it. That's uh, like, not all the time. I have done it. I probably will. Uh, that's just that's just manners, in my opinion. I, well, so there, there's a saying. Not that you don't have any. <laughs> I I mean, it's up for debate. All right. <laughs> uh, there, there's a saying in Arabic that, or I think it's a, it's a Lebanese saying that you're trying to scratch your right ear with your left hand. <laughs> like, why are you trying to scratch your ear like this? Why can't you just scratch it like that? Well, you can always think about parking the car in such a way that you approach it with the, oh, with God. the passenger side. Oh door. God. Now I have to add another element to my date. <laughs> Jesus. I'm just going to call an Uber. <laughs> that works. Too, but yeah. No, it doesn't because then you backseat dude. Backseat. You, you both get into the same it. door. Yeah. Oh, but you okay. get in through the same door. Yeah. yeah. Now the question is, do you make her scoot or do you scoot yourself? You make her scoot. <laughs> you, you, yeah. You make her scoot. Get in there woman. Yeah. That's, that's so irritating, man. That some girls complaining that, that a guy's opening a door for her like that's just so and stupid granted i mean this is one instance that i saw there's a lot um i'm sure i'm, I'm sure there's and a lot. again again i totally get there's a systemic issue with all of these things the sexism racism yeah. in the corporate world yeah. i actually do see 
um, you know, genuinely see these issues. But yeah. sometimes it just goes too far. Yeah, for sure. Dude, it always goes too far. And in everything. In it everything. always goes too far. People take and, it too and far. And you know who gets... Americans really take it too far. Off. It really pisses me off when people try to take advantage of it. Yes. When people try to take advantage of it, that's the part that just... I cannot stand back and just watch. I don't like when people try to take advantage of anything, except yeah. the IRS. If you can take it, if you can find a way to take advantage of the IRS, do it. Yeah. That, that, that I support, I support completely, <laughs> but I don't like when people try to take advantage of anything. Right. Yeah. It's, um, we, there's, there's too much, there, there, there's too much tolerance for silliness nowadays. Everybody's too concerned about everybody's feelings. Like, I think one of the most important things that they can teach kids as a parent or as a teacher or, or any, any figure that has influence over, over a child's upbringing, I think one of the most important things you can teach them is that their feelings don't matter. Nobody gives a shit. That's probably one of the greatest lessons. Like, like, like truly, that's one of the best things that you can, you can have your children actually gain an understanding of. Like, how I feel in the real world doesn't matter. They don't care. It doesn't matter. And I understand, I understand that there's this whole movement of, you know, people like Simon Sinek and talking about companies and employers being more, uh, more, um, what's the word? I always mix those up. Apathetic. Yeah. Not empathetic. So I, I have to forget which is which, you know, be, 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 be more That's caring. Fine. Let's go with more yeah, caring, yeah. be more caring. And because one of them means that you care. The other one means that you don't care. Yeah. I, I mix them up all the time, but basically being more caring. And I get that. But at the end of the day, man, shit's got to get done. And if every time somebody's having a bad day, you're going to sit there and you're going to hold their hand and you're going to tell, oh, well, tell, just tell me what's wrong. And dude, you got to, you got to get stuff done, man. You got to get stuff done. I mean, how many, dude, you're always working on a million projects. I'm always working on a million, million projects. Things go wrong all the time. I've got, look, my, it, my job is never affected. Yeah. Right. No matter what's going on in my life, I will say I've never had any true calamity that, that I've had to deal with. Like I've never really had to deal with, with you know, something really serious, like an illness in my family or, or, or something really drastic. So I, I get it. Like things happen, but that's not the majority of people. The majority oh. of people are just bitching mm -hmm. and that's really annoying. And the, the biggest thing, and I was, I still am probably, um, a corporate of that is, or I use that excuse all the time is when people say, I don't have time. When people say, I don't have the time. Yeah. Yet they binge watch uh, Lucifer, Lucifer <laughs> all, you yeah. know, uh, yeah. stuff like that. It's just, uh, I don't know. For sure. It just annoys me as well. I just always look and at I it. And I do that myself too. Oh, I do too. I, I always look at it as like, if I'm having a bad day, if I just got in a fight, if I just went through a breakup, if mm -hmm. I just got in a fight with someone I care about, you know, wh whatever it is, I have a job that needs to get done and it's not my employer's position to, to, to have to it's talk. It's not their problem. It, it's, it's not, it's, yeah, it's not their problem, basically. It's my problem and I've got to deal with it and I've got to be able to set my problem straight and, and still continue on with all of my responsibilities unaffected and un mm -hmm. uninterrupted. And that's the same thing. That's the same thing with people like what you're saying about, about time. That's the same reason they won't go to the gym because they say, oh, I just can't right now because my job is just too, I'm working too much or school is, you know, I'm just so stressed out about midterms and oh my God, well, my, my boyfriend just broke up with me or my girlfriend just broke up with me and I can't go. And, and this is like, there's never going to be a perfect time. Mm -hmm. Did I tell people I work out six to eight times a week? 
at least four of those days, I don't want to go to the gym. I go anyway. I've never missed a workout. I go regardless. It doesn't matter if I don't want to do it. And sometimes I go and my workouts are not that good, but I go anyway. I do the best I can on that day. I push as hard as I can on that day. Mm -hmm. And, and you just got to do it. And it's the same thing that carries on through all other parts of life. It's like, you just got to go, you got to get up, you got to go to work. That's it. So for me, I, uh, and the reason I've been knock on wood and I'm not uh, superstitious, but still, um, yeah, you are. somewhat, you don't play blackjack. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I don't play it all that often, but I can. <laughs> Anyways, right. the reason I've been sort of successful on this weight loss journey is because I actually created a rule, hard pass rule. I do recognize that sometimes I just either really, really don't want to, or yeah, I, life happens, especially with my million things that I'm doing. Yeah, like yesterday. Uh, yesterday, I got up at 6:30 a.m., worked at or worked on my regular job until about three, four ish, um, and then I went on the the what I'm doing, the project, the rest of the night until like 2 a.m. Jesus! Uh, so I literally had no time. Yeah, yeah. And that okay. well, I could have woken and up earlier. That's not, no, I could have woken no, up earlier. You need but to sleep. anyways, uh, but I have a hard and fast rule right now. I will not miss workout. Yep. two days in a row. Bam, dude. So tonight, that's, that's perfect. When I go back, I have to do it. No matter if I have to stay up until two a.m. Dude, you can work out right I have here. To do it. You could. You can use my gym. Yeah. You can work well, out I here. Have to go ahead and do the thing, but I will. All right. right. Yeah. But. That's that's been my rule. That's my been my guidance that I there do you not miss two days in a row. That's it, man. You just you make up your mind mm-hmm. and then it gets done. Yeah. And that's it. And no matter what happens, it gets done. And so the, the thing like with people is is they go, Oh, well, if I you know, I'll see if I have time to go to the gym later. It's like, no, you go to the gym and then you make time for other stuff. Oh, yeah. And I like that because it's okay, yes, you can't say that you're never gonna miss a day. Mm-hmm. Like there are days where I travel for work, not this year, but if I'm traveling, if I'm flying to, to Boston or Miami or whatever the hell, there are days where it's really, really difficult to work yeah. out. If my flight's at 6 a.m. and I don't get to my hotel till 7 p.m. And then the time change. And, and then everything. the time change. And, you know, like I might just take that day off, mm-hmm. right? But then the next day, if I have to be in a conference room at 8 in the morning, I'll wake up at 6 as much as I hate getting up early. If I know that we're going to go, we're, you know, we have – I'm going to be, I'm going to be in a conference room from 8am to 5pm. And then from six to nine, we have a, we have a dinner and there's no room there to squeeze in a workout. I'll, I'll get one in at six in the morning and it might be, it'll probably be a, a, a shitty workout. It won't be that great, yeah. but I'll do something. You have to I'll do in. something. I'll go, I'll yep. get down to the hotel room. I'll take a couple of rubber bands with me. You know, you could do, you know, I do whatever, whatever I can. Um, 30, have you ever had a minutes. rubber band snap on you? No, because I buy good ro- rubber bands from Rogue Which Fitness. Which one is? Don't buy guards. <laughs> Do they have them in stock? <laughs> I had two uh, break on I don't me know this if past they, like oh. few months. You know what, man? If you're ever doing face pulls or anything towards no, your face, I, I've never yeah, done, don't do no, it. Man, I don't do that. Uh, my my brother-in-law has has seen some serious eye injuries from rubber bands from oh, work, workout bands. Wow. Yeah, people are just pull, doing face pulls, you know, things like that, and the band snaps oh, and, man. and bust their eye open. Uh, so yeah, be careful with that. But, um, so, I mean, but no, dude, the, the bands from rogue, oh my goodness. I mean, the, the things that I do with them, cause I use them not just for individual exercises, but one, one possible when I have the right setup, I use them for lifts, I, like yeah, for, for bench pressing, for deadlifting. Yeah. So you run them over the bar. Like if you're doing a squat and you tie the rubber band to the bottom of the rack and bring it up over the bar, you're stretching it significantly. Yeah. 
And then the idea is that the rubber band shoots you down faster than the speed of gravity alone, um, which produce, which is, which is that that's what overspeed eccentrics are. I'm so rusty on this stuff, dude. I haven't read up on this stuff in years, but the idea is that it shoots you down faster and it creates more reversal, more reverse reversal strength because of the stretch reflex. So faster down, faster up is, is, is simply put. Uh, and so those rubber bands, man, they're, they're really, really good. I've had mine for years. I use them, you know, just, just don't, don't put them around any sharp edges and they'll last a really long time. Common sense. Yeah. 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 <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, you know, the, the well, no, these, there's, these there's ones a that snapped on me. Um, of course there were Chinese cheap, you know, anything See, you I go. could, well, what it's what, whatever I could find on yeah. uh, Amazon at the time. Yeah. Uh, it's when this whole, I thing buy a started. lot of things on Amazon, but workout equipment is not one of yeah. them. Well, at that point, there was Dude, not much you could do. Actually, um, speaking of workout equipment, probably during this podcast, a delivery was made to my front door, hmm. which is a 90-pound kettlebell from onnit.com. Oh, wow. That looks like Bigfoot. I mean, we don't know. Oh, I, we don't yeah, actually know what Bigfoot yeah, yeah. looks like, but it looks like some, some gorilla type of ones. There's the gorilla. I think the gorilla is like 70 pounds or something like that. I, I have I have up to 70-pound kettlebells. I wanted 90 so we I'm might, looking for a 30 pound dumbbell. We might walk out. Yeah, you're not gonna find them. <laughs> I'm at 25 right you're now. Not find and I'm one. like, okay, I have to do like 20 of them. 20. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's yeah, you're not gonna find one. Yeah, man. let's go check out equipment. Yeah, I mean, I don't where know if, if, right if it's supposed to be delivered today, but I don't know if FedEx dude, we're 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 going all night. Don't even look at the time. Oh, I gotta go. <laughs> well, where do you gotta go? What do you got to do? Your girlfriend's in California. <laughs> yeah, but finishing my freaking <laughs> what do you got to do? CNC. Yeah. Oh, are you gonna are you gonna do the uh, are you gonna engrave my slide tonight? You're gonna put oh, SpongeBob on there? I have to finish it first. Oh, well, all right. Well, so so you have to strip the finish. You're gonna sandblast no. it or what? No, no, no. I'll just do it right on top. Just of like the that. Finish. Yeah. Okay. Like I said, this is the laser one. We have okay. to come up with the design first, though. I can't just do it with just the stuff. Okay. So you've been wanting. Let's give the viewers. Some, yeah. If yeah, there's any <laughs> right now. Yeah. There's dude. There's so many. Really? I, I think I think awesome. we're I think we're breaking YouTube right now. Awesome. I don't think they can. I don't think their uh, their broadband okay. capacity of can withstand the heavy traffic of this oh, podcast. Of course. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he he gave me this. Well, he gave me this right now, or you gave me yeah. this right now, and you just said put a SpongeBob on it. Yeah. Well, we need to come up with what pose of SpongeBob, which part, oh, or dude. exactly what to put on there. I'll find something on Google. Okay. Yeah, yeah, find something on Google, send it to me, I'll get it done. All right. Sounds good. Then we'll go shoot. All right. All right. Are we checking out? Was that the yes. end? Was that? Was yeah, that? that was the last. <laughs> that was last the final thing. thought. Yeah. All right. That's a good way to finish it. Yeah. Um, SpongeBob on a Glock Sp style. SpongeBob on a Glock 17. That's right. And Sandy. We got to put Sandy on there too. Probably a picture of them doing karate. Okay. Because, you know, they practice. They practice. Why did I say it like that? The way they say karate. It? karate. Um, yeah, we'll probably put a picture of SpongeBob and Sandy. All right. And if things go well, we'll keep it going, man. We'll put Mr. Krabs right. on there. We'll put him on top. <laughs> All know, right, whatever. No Squidward though, man. He's too. He's too. He's grumpy. too. Too glum. Yeah, he's too grumpy. All right. Yeah. All right. Um, cool. Well, this was great, dude. Thanks for coming, and uh, thanks for your thanks Pleasure. for your patience with all of my texts and and your help in finding the. the Helping helping me find the right cameras and, and helping me with the setup. Uh, we had a we had a rough go initially with that first but 12, 13 minutes smoothly. that we did. Yeah, I think I think this. Hopefully, I'll find out when I press the end stream button right now in a minute. But uh, I mean, once we did the second run, a bunch of people texted me and they said that it sounds good. So I'm cool. assuming that everything uh, worked out fine. And uh, so yeah, man. I mean, it's only going to get better from here. This is the first oh, yeah. one. So as 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 
I do more of these and get more feedback, uh, you know, the, we'll, we'll make adjustments to whatever needs to be adjusted, mm-hmm. lighting, sound, uh, any of it, duration of the podcast. I this is, you know, we'll see. So, um, yeah. All right. Check all it right. out later, everybody. I'm going to play, going? My, I'm going to play my outro music. Do it. I'm so I got it. Uh, well, it's the same as the intro. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, damn, <laughs> but, that guy really but, worked, but I've got to announce it. <laughs>